welcome to the stage, Mike Zakarian. Well, well, good morning. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Monday. Listen, I, I said we were going to do, you know, like we gave away all of our moments on Friday because we wanted to reset. We wanted a fresh new account. And this is what we're doing. We got a like, fresh new face, too, just so we can see how much I truly age. Uh, it's Monday. We get some fun stuff. This is what we're going to do this morning. First, I'm going to say hello to everybody. That's what I'm going to do first before I even give you an agenda. Who's in the house? We got Sneeps in here. Boston Bass is here. Snoop Loop says happy national tequila day. Let's go. Casamigos for me. Brent's here. Jump shooty. Eagle putt in the house. Let's go. Who else? Regulator. The common man. Veronica's here. Stubbs. Dickie Chucky's in the house. Who else? Coach Stark's up early. Shiggin Skeets is up in here. Woozy, Ricardo, 3DH, Lucky Plan, Patrick Coin. A lot of West Coast bros up early this morning. Boot Badavine's here. Good to see you. Joker Rock, New Swams. Who else? Did we have Fernandez? Did I miss Damon Fat? How dare you? Jugo's here. Who else? Who else? Yeah, well, there's 20 something in the screen. Let's go. That's right. Just focus right here. Focus right here. And then you can be like, oh, yeah, he's still old. We got Weisberg. Joe's here. It's good. Everybody's here. Listen, first of all, thanks to everybody who tuned in on friday that was chaos okay that was chaos and i get to, my energy was up the whole time i felt pretty good second it was over i was in i was in rough shape i went to the gym like i said i was gonna i went to the gym and i gotta tell you it was like a c c minus effort by me uh and then i sat in the sauna for like 35 minutes and then i didn't say another word for the rest of the day and honestly i still kind of feel it i still kind of feel it in here also i've given out Every, every single person that has reached out to me has received their reward. And even those who didn't, I did some old little OTM searching, some DM searching from the past. And I've given out, I think, almost 300 moments. So I'm still down to the last 50. Uh, so if you haven't received, like Fernandez, you're somebody who won something and didn't reach out. Uh, Joe Alvera, too. Both of you guys, shoot me a message just so I can get you those sweet, sweet moments and get them out of my account. So I can start over with Mark Williams. And Nicole Jokic, those are the only two moments I'm going to have when all is said and done. And Otto Porter, because Bautivine sent me a fucking Otto Porter. How dare you, Bautivine? Um, all right, Stan, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Check your account. Tyler Durden Heat, you received an, you received your moans. And you didn't message me, but you still got it, Stan. Um, all right, so this is what we're going to be doing today, okay? we got a fun one. I... I spent a lot of time looking at Michael Jordan stuff as an owner, mostly as a drafter. So I'm, we're going to make fun of Jordan a lot. We're going to make fun of James Dolan a little bit. Uh, we're going to make fun of FIBA courts because everybody got excited about the FIBA LED courts, which like are sick, but also uh, there's another FIBA story, FIBA story that Javoni, Jonathan Javoni from ESPN wrote about that I thought was interesting. Um, but first and foremost, let's get into that sweet, sweet Philly drama, baby. How about that? <laughs> I don't really care about this, um, but I just thought it was funny that it was being reported. Granted, reported on like clutch sports or whatever. Um, but Embiid got married over the weekend. Shout out Embiid. I didn't know Embiid was engaged uh, to. It's a Sports Illustrated supermodel. I forget her name. But longtime girlfriend. Longtime girlfriend. They got married. Very exciting. And a beautiful picture came out. It was in black and white. Tobias Harris, Tobias Harris is in the photo. Embiid is in the photo. George Shang is in the photo, who's no longer with the Philadelphia 76ers. And Tyrese Maxey is in the photo. DeAnthony Smelton is in the photo as well. You know who wasn't in the photo? James Harden. And then it came out that James Harden was out there at club. And instead, great footage coming out of Harden eating uh like so Trillburg they were at the club PJ Tucker's in there too Trill burgers are going out and about everybody's grabbing their Trill burgers and Harden's just like bang bang burger 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 just hamming them hamming them um so that's fun that's like fun to make fun of I enjoy that 
Do you know what I was? I was trying to think though, like how much smoke is there to uh, James Harden not going to Embiid's wedding? Like, I don't expect to go to all my coworkers' weddings. You know, actually, I prefer not to go to most of my coworkers' weddings. That being said, I don't have any coworkers anymore. But hey, Veronica, I'd go to Veronica's. Veronica was like, Mike, do you want? I expect to go to Veronica's wedding. So, Veronica, I think you're you are married, so I'm not really worried about it. But I would expect to go. But in previous jobs that I've had, where I've had lots of coworkers, I'd be super upset. I would be so mad if I had to go to all of their weddings. So maybe Harden was just like, you know what? No, I think in reality, there's some real uh, bad energy between Daryl Morey and James Harden. And so maybe Harden was like, I'm going to, for the first time in my life, take the mature route. I don't want to be a distraction from Joel Embiid's big day. I don't want to take, I don't want any of the attention on me. Okay. So I'm going to sit this one out. I'll let Maury be there and have a good time because Maury and Embiid are tight. You know, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was a mature decision. Veronica said our 10-year vows, you're invited for sure. There we go. Bang. Um, so I, I'm going to give I, – I actually think Harden was like, what? Instead of me being a distraction, I'm just going to pound a couple Trillbergs and get after it. Maybe that. Maybe that is the – maybe that's the right thing to do. Maybe that's the right thing to do. Uh, it's still, I, I was of the mind that, uh, I, I was like pretty, uh, wait, Josh Harvey. Oh, this is not financial advice. Josh Harvey in the chat says, I don't want any attention on me. This is James Harden, man. Well, that's what I was just going to say. The flip side of this is that he very clearly got some attention on him by getting some trill burgers with the video rolling. You know what I mean? Like that he wasn't too chill about that. I guess if he really didn't want attention on him, he would have stayed at home just for one night, like take one night off from the club. But not James Harden, man. He's going to get it in. Uh, maybe it's just he just really didn't want to be about uh, – he just didn't want to be next to Daryl Morey, right? Maybe that's really what it is. He's like, I cannot handle conflict well. The way James Harden handles conflicts is he puts on weight and he stops playing basketball. Uh, shout out that game, uh, the Nets against the Sacramento Kings or when he was on the Houston Rockets and he just kind of threw the ball out of bounds, right? Uh, so one of those two things, one of those two things. Uh, anyways, I think it's hilarious. Okay, Weisberg put it in thread form. A few thoughts on Harden not getting invited. Do you think Embiid was like Harden's a cheap wedding guest? Harden was partying with little baby. He damn well knew what he was doing. So one, that's assuming that he was not invited. I think he got, I think he was invited and he's not, I don't think he's cheap. Remember what he, when Embiid won MVP, didn't he give him like a fat watch? Didn't he give him like a big time gift after um, Embiid won MVP? I don't think there's I, I don't think there's uh, animosity between those two dudes. Uh, I thought they played really well together. I, I don't think there's animosity. Maybe I'm wrong there. But yeah, don't you guys remember that when uh, Embiid won MVP, Harden got him like a big big gift. It was expensive. Yeah, so I don't know. I I don't know. I I think this is. I think it has more to do with Maury than Embiid. That's that would be my guess. He knew Maury was going to be there. He's he, he didn't. You know what? Actually, I'm going to push back in real time. I'm going to push back. Okay. Harden said, "I'm tired of being comfortable. Let's get uncomfortable." Right. He put that on his Insta story, like he was dropping proverbs, or as Skeets would say, proverbs. Okay. If that's true, he would have gone to the wedding. You got to deal with that. You want you're tired of being comfortable, Harden? Then I want you to look in the mirror. I want you to show the wedding and make things uncomfortable. Okay, that would have been that would have been the the right move there. So I take it back. I take it back, Harden. You took the easy way out, and I'm bummed out. Uh, Joker Rock says, "Does any team have a chance on Harden to get? Oh, take a chance on Harden 
does that, I, dude, I think if he goes to the Clippers, that would make a ton of sense. Uh, the low post Zach Lowe had, uh, who was a Chris Herring on, I believe, uh, over the weekend or Friday, Thursday or Friday. I don't know. I listened to it over the weekend and they were talking a little bit more about the fit in LA. I mean, listen, dude, LA's already like a pretty scary team. If they're healthy, I know they're never healthy. If you add hard into that, I mean, that's, they can now play a bunch of different ways, right? Think about the way that they ran their offense last year, where it was just like, all right, Kawhi's like the pseudo point guard or Paul George was a pseudo point guard. And now all of a sudden you get a point guard in there. You can get Paul George and Kawhi to their spots a little bit more easily without having to put in so much work just to get a shot off. I don't know. Imagine Harden getting shitty drunk at the wedding and making Maury uncomfortable. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. That's the kind of uncomfortable I was looking for. Honestly, man, I'm I'm bummed out. I'm bummed out about um, Harden should have gone to the wedding. That would have been great for content. Sure, the Trill Burger video is fun. Also, listen, hey, I will, <clears throat> I'll be open and honest about my awareness of Trill Burgers. That's the first time I was made aware of Trill Burgers. I had never heard of Trill Burgers. I would, if you told me, have you ever had a Trill Burger? I thought that would have meant something else. You know, I thought it would have been like a sex act or something that I didn't know. Uh, so if anybody's had uh, Trill Burgers, let me know. Basketball source said just waiting for the dog. My wife's working from home today, so I don't think we'll see the dog for a while. He's She's chilling with her. Yeah, okay, so I'm not the only one, although, Fernandez, you seem to be like an old head. I don't know if you're going to know anything. You know, that's not going to be helpful. Uh, like, that's not making me feel better. But, yeah, let me know in the chat what Chill Burger is so I can feel a little bit younger, you know? All right, I don't know. Anything else about Philly? I still think we're not going to get an answer until, like, November, dude. I don't think we're going to get an answer for a while on the Philly stuff. I think it's going to take a while. Um, all right, the jump shoot, I don't believe that you know. Uh, are you saying chill? No. Okay. So no, uh, we have a bunch of 40 somethings in the chat right now. No one knows what a trill burger is. Uh, I've never heard of it since basketball serves bun B burger. Wait, what? What's going on? All right. Weisberg two says the problem with any hard deal anywhere else is that he's on a one-year deal and he'll tank whatever that. Yeah, exactly. Right. So no one is going <clears> to, <throat> he might go to another team, but there's no trade value. Even with the Clippers, like you're not going to get anything back. You're not going to get anything back. Um, all right, let's, I don't think we have to do anything. Uh, I don't think we have to do anything else about Philly. I think this is just going to like once a week, we're probably going to have to do a Philly check-in about some bullshit. That's not really going to give us any answers. Uh, and that's fine. Honestly, I would love for content once a week. Um, okay. I was excited to talk about Michael Jordan. So the sale was final. Uh, the Michael Jordan sale was final over the weekend. So he bought the team, what was it, for $275 million, I believe. Jordan bought it for $275 million. He was a He became a minority owner in 2006, the majority uh, owner in 2013. Sold it for three bill. That's a pretty good ROI, you know? This is like February 2021 NBA top shot. Bought the thing for $275, $275 million. Sold the thing for three billy, okay? Oh, wow, what a market. What a bull market. Uh, during that time, during that time, uh, the Hornets had three winning seasons and they made the playoffs twice. And I don't know. I feel like that's bad. Uh, he surround and other people have documented this, right? Like a, a part of the issue is not have it, not surrounding himself with anybody that would, uh, you know, push back on him a little bit. But what I found the most interesting out of all of this, uh, was going back through the draft history of, Michael Jordan starting in 2006. So this might take a second, but we're going to go through it and it is bad. Okay. So 
Jordan takes over 2006 first draft pick. Adam Morrison, all right? Adam Morrison, third overall, Morrison Player of the Year, famously crying with Gonzaga after getting knocked out of the tournament. Brandon Roy, Thabo Cephalosha, Rudy Gay, J.J. Redick all go in like the next seven to ten picks right after Adam Morrison. Now, granted, I don't know how many people were like, Thabo Cephalosha is going to be the guy. Uh, Rudy uh, Rudy Gay was highly touted. J.J. Redick, I know, of course, there was issues about him. But all, all players that went right after Adam Morrison – Brandon Wright was their first round pick in 2007. That was the eighth overall pick. Joakim Noah went ninth. The very next pick, Joakim Noah, right after Brandon Wright. In 2008, they took DJ Augustine ninth. The very next pick, Brooke Lopez, still balling today. In 2009, uh, their 12th overall pick, Gerald Henderson. Henderson's a pretty good pick. Then he was like traded to Portland, I think, in a deal that wasn't great for them, whatever. Uh, 2010, they didn't have a first round. 2011, they get Kemba Walker, okay, ninth overall. Kemba, who everybody was dunking on Kemba here for a second. Kemba is getting paid a ton of money to go play basketball in Monaco. Kemba's doing fine. I need that NBA memes chat uh, Twitter to chill out a little bit, okay? Kemba's fine. But this is when shit gets really bad. So 2012, Michael Kidd, broken jumper Gilchrist, goes second overall. This is 2012. Bradley Beal went third. Dame Time went sixth. Even Harrison Barnes went seventh. All three still playing meaningful minutes for meaningful teams. All Bradley Beal will finally do that. Uh, all con right after Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. 2013, the better Zeller, Cody Zeller, taken fourth overall. This draft was kind of ugly, but it went KCP 8, CJ McCollum 10, Giannis Antetokounmpo 15, Rudy Gobert 27. 2014, ninth overall pick, Noah Vonley, Zach Levine went 13, Nurk went 16, Capella 25, and then shout out Borland's very own Kyle Anderson with the last pick in the first round. Here's a fun one, 2015, ninth overall pick, Frank Kaminsky, Miles Turner went 11th, Devin Booker 13th, Scary Terry Rozier went 16th, Jeremy Grant 19th. 2015, they had the 22nd pick, Malachi Richardson. Who cares? It was this 22nd pick, whatever that happens. 2017, the 11th overall pick, Malik Monk, who didn't cook until after he left Charlotte when he went to the Lakers and now lighten up for the Light the Beam Kings. That was a great pick at 11, although Donovan Mitchell went 13th and Bam Adebayo went 14th. 2018, are you ready for this one? I didn't even know this one, and I'm very excited for this one. With the 11th overall pick, the Charlotte Hornets picked Shea Gilgis Alexander immediately traded to the Clippers who had the next pick for their pick in two second rounders. And they take convicted domestic abuser, Miles Bridges. Welcome back to the league. But Shea Gilgis Alexander, and then I thought they had already owed the Clippers that pick. They didn't. That trade happened in real time. Uh, 2019, I'm not going to, we're not going to say anything bad about this pick because in 2019... PJ Washington. PJ Washington. PJ Washington. Oh, you listen, we love PJ. PJ was a great pick. Do you want to know who the next pick was, though, right after PJ? Oh, 
Tyler Hero, the very next pick after P.J. Washington. All right, we only have a couple more. In 2020, LaMelo goes third overall. Whatever, that's fine. In 2021, James Booknight goes 11th overall. James Booknight, famous for cooking up the G League and I believe driving too fast. Uh, right after book night, we had Chris Duarte, who's now on the Light the Beam Kings, whatever. Moses Moody on the Warriors, Corey Kispert. But this is where, like, it really picked up. Alfred Shangoon and Trey Murphy, both, like, very good pieces. 2022, the 15th overall pick, Mark Williams, whatever. I like Mark Williams. Nothing, I'm not going to say anything bad. They did have the Jalen Duran pick that ended up going to the Pistons that they flipped. Uh, and then 2023, uh, Brandon Miller, right? So Brandon Miller right after that. And uh, we can't really, like, yes, I think a lot of people are saying they would have taken Scoot Henderson over Brandon Miller. That's pretty too, that's probably too early. Um, yeah, so wait, Paul just got here. He said, what the hell? Just got here and see jump shoot was slandering my Pistons. Apparently showed up too late today. Yeah, I don't even know how the Pistons uh, happened. But yeah, this is like, what a run. What an epic run by Michael Jordan. And I mean, out of all of those, right, the defensible stuff is like Gerald Henderson, Kemba Walker, two good picks. Uh, that was before he was like officially the owner, right? Or I guess Kemba would have been the first official one. Um, and then, I mean, a lot of indefensible stuff. Like, I mean, no one knew that Shake was going to be what he is right now because clearly the Clippers moved on him off of him for uh, Paul George. But I mean, like some rough stuff there, some rough stuff. And I mean, I, I the only oh, basketball said, uh, source said, I'm surprised he did not draft a lot of UNC players. I know. And this brings me to my next point. Like that is an epic run. And if you go look at the vote yesterday, because the owners have to vote whenever there's a sale of a team, it was almost unanimous. It was almost unanimous. There was one owner that was like, no way. I'm not approving the sale of the Charlotte Hornets. And it was James Dolan of the New York Knicks. And everybody was like, of course, of course, James Dolan wouldn't approve. James Dolan. And you want to know why? This is actually the only defensible move that James Dolan has made. I'm not going to be out, go out here and defend whatever kind of technology he's installed in the Madison Square Garden and all of his other properties. That is like that Shia LaBeouf movie from the late 2000s of like golden snitch, golden. It's not golden eye, golden, whatever, golden goose, golden girls. I don't know, right? I'm not going to defend any of that. I'm not going to defend kicking Charles Ark, uh, Bolt, banning Charles Oakley out of the game. I'm not going to defend any of that. But do you want to know what I will defend? With Michael Jordan leaving his ownership, it is now without question that James Dolan is the worst owner in the NBA. So, yeah, I get it. He's like, no, we need MJ to stay. We need MJ to stay. I need him in here because anytime I do something dumb, I can just take a flight to Charlotte, take a look around and be like, well, we're not the Hornets, you know? And now he doesn't have that anymore. Does anybody know the name of that movie? I'll look it up right now. Holes? I don't think it's Holes. Oh, God. Let me let me see this. What's the, uh, what is the name of the movie? All right. Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Golden. Uh, Gold. Was it? No. Oh, Eagle Eye. It was Eagle Eye. There we go. Eagle Eye. So there you have it. Uh, Regulator said Larry Brown wanted DJ Augustine over Lopez. So uh, MJ acquiesced. MJ was not making all the picks, but he was the owner. Yeah, I don't know. I think you still have to take some responsibility. Uh, so I, we're going to we're going to put this at Jordan. We're going to put it at Jordan. Because that's what the content's about today, Regulator, okay? How dare you undermine me slandering Michael Jordan, okay? Uh, and this isn't a case for LeBron as a GOAT. I don't want to get that. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, but Michael Jordan, 
bad ownership. And like you could even go back. Remember when he was uh he was an exec for the Wizards for the Washington Wizards after his 38 year old knees were done going back and forth, and he was like, you know what we need, Kwame Brown, right? Man, just tough, tough, tough. Doc Delta's in the chat. Good to see you, sir. Um, anyway, so that was fun. I enjoyed that. That was a good time looking that up uh, last night and this morning. But uh, yeah, I understand James Dolan voting it down. I get it. I totally understand. He's like, I need to be the worst. Uh, so I guess we're saying uh, what we're saying is Scottie Pippen was important. That's a fun take. Honestly, I wish Scottie Pippen. I, is Scottie Pippen allowed on ESPN anymore? Uh, or is he like the new Paul Pierce? I would love if Scottie Pippen went on some media tour right now and was just like, this proves that I was better than Jordan. If Scottie Pippen was the assistant GM for the Charlotte Hornets, they'd have not two, not three. <laughs> they'd have so many rings, right? Um, Dick Chuck said all those bad moves and sell for $3 billion, uh, All my, ba my bad bottom shot moves and sell for $3. Very fair. I know, right? uh boston base this is disgusting boston base just sent a two dollar super chat so i'm legally obligated to read it said happy birthday call malone age is just a number good god uh regulator said l lebron's gonna have the same issues as mj when he owns a team hard for these superstars to find people they can trust yeah well i mean think about what their entire life's been their entire life has been people around them uh, just making their life as seamless and easy as possible so they can fo focus on their craft right and so then all of a sudden you are now at the top of that chain making decisions that you're not like implementing, right? Physically, you're not implementing them because you're not playing anymore. And then if you don't have the people around you that can kind of like push you back and forth and like ping pong ideas, instead of just saying, yes, yes, yes. You kind of find yourself in a tough spot. I think that's, that's what happened. Um, Sneep said, I think Scotty has an interview where he says MJ wouldn't have wanted it. Yeah, he does. He does have that. I'm saying I want Scotty to now, start talking about front office things like that. If he was in the front office with Jordan, they'd be on fire. I like that. Uh, but yeah, going back to uh, who, who made that point, Dick Chuck. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is crazy. Some of these owners who got in right before it ripped, right? I mean, 275 million for 3 billion is, is crazy. Um, they, uh, they, there's a piece too on like who the two new owners are for the Hornets and it, it like couldn't be more uh, ownery, uh, if that's a word, where it's just like somebody named Gabe. Right? And it's like, let me just double check this. Uh, it's somebody named, uh, where is it? G oh, Gabe Plotkin and Rick Schnell. That sounds like owners, right? Gabe Plotkin and Rick Schnell. We went from Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player of all time, to Gabe. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, all right. I don't know. Anybody have any other takes on, uh, the Jordan stuff? Anybody need to get some Michael Jordan takes up? I was excited to talk about that this morning after I saw that sale go down. Um, let's reset because we get some new people joining. I wanted to, uh, we, we made like a couple announcements over the weekend of things that we're, we're going to be implementing. I've been addicted to this hoop grid stuff. Have you guys been messing around with hoop grids? Um, for those that don't know here, I'll share screen here in a second uh was it hoop hoop .com. uh so every day it's basically the immaculate grid thing that you've seen for baseball i'm trying to figure out uh the best way to make a little contest for this in the team hold discord so if you are in the discord i made a new channel called hoop grids and we're going to try to do a daily competition we're going to mess around with it for the next week and then for the month of august we're going to give away a 250 dollars either top shot moment or so rare card to whoever performs the best however there's going to be some caveats. And again, we'll, we'll have a week to figure out what the rules are. But 
there can't be any Googling. So this has to be like incredible honor code shit. All right. And again, if you're cheating in free things, I like ultimately, I think that makes you a bad person. So, uh, you know, if you can live with that, whatever. But basically, all you do, right? So you got to figure out someone who played for the Hornets and the Spurs, Hornets and the Pacers. I'm going to give you one. This is the one that I was the most excited about. I got this last night. I did really well last night. Luther Head. You guys remember Luther, Luther Head right there? Bang. That's the one I'll give you for today. Um, Luther Head, baby. Uh, yeah, it looks like Sudoku in the NBA. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But anyways, if you, I'll drop a link to the Discord in case you guys aren't in there yet. But we're going to start firing up this contest. We're uh, And you just basically will share how you do in the Discord. That's what you do. You share a link how you did. Whoever does the best every day will accumulate a point. Whoever has the most points at the end will uh, uh, will win something. Uh, yeah, Oladipo as well. But here's the thing. The rarity score, right? This is just like Top Shot, baby. So, or so rare. Hashtag so rare. Um, the, the, the more rare, the rarer. I don't know. What's the correct pronunciation? Who cares? Uh, the better your score is, right? So Oladipo is probably the first one everybody thinks about when you think about heat and pistons. So let me give you another one. Let me give you another one. This is the one that I went to. Oh, my God. My computer's tweaking. James Johnson. Bang. There we go. 7%. So that was fun. Um, anyway, so we're going to be messing around with that. Uh, and it's a good time. I really enjoy it. But no Googling. Let's have some fun with it. So everybody check out. I'll drop a link to this in the chat as well. Uh, or you can share uh, my Twitter, right? Uh, I've been sharing them. You can follow them on Twitter as well. The other thing I wanted to pump, the other thing I wanted to pump, our man Ryan B with the slides, uh, he has been uh, doing fantasy football for us, like organizing it for us for the last, I don't know, man, forever, right? Uh, the last couple of years. And he did such a good job, and now he's going to do adult shit instead of focus on running a fantasy football league for a bunch of degens. But however, I'm not going to be doing adult shit. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to share a link. And this is to a Google form. If you're interested in doing uh, fantasy football with us this year, fill that out. Depending on how many uh, people fill it out, we will uh, do a bunch of different leagues, right? So that's what I think we had three or four leagues last year, right? So fire it into the chat. Uh, I'm going to fire it into the chat. Fill out that form. Uh, it'll tell you. I just need you to ask answer uh, if you're interested. Yes, chef. Um, if you want to play for a little cash uh, and all that stuff. So fill that out. We'll have some fun with that. Uh, regulator said, oh, it's, yeah, no, no, I knew what you meant. I knew, oh, for rockets and pacers, not pacers and heat. Ooh, interesting. I wonder if that's a little more rare, more rare. No Google, just Bing. No, you can't, no, no Google, no Bing, no ask Jeeves. You got to be legit with it. Uh, I think that's it for announcements for the, the shows this week. We'll have the NBA bit on Monday, on Tuesday, Wednesday. I think we're not going to do the morning show. We're going to do an afternoon show where we're going to fire up, um, we're going to fire up a few of the uh, underdog best ball drafts. We're going to have some fun with that. I think I'm going to do that on Wednesday and Thursday. But the NBA bit will be Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. We're no longer going to do the Wednesday morning shows in the offseason while I uh, sleep in after trivia. Not even sleep in. I just don't want to wake up and yell into the camera. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, I think that's it for the announcements for this week. Nothing else spicy. Uh, and, again, if you're just joining and you haven't, received the moment that you won on friday's show shoot me a dm so i can get you that um i think i got all of the expensive ones have gone out um it's mostly just like dollar moms but i want to get rid of them all everything must go um all right 
I see uh, Boston Bates comments. We're going to uh, – I'm not going to do that yet. We'll save that towards the end. We'll talk about Curry at the end. I actually saw Curry was on uh, the Real Ones podcast in the Ringer NBA Network with uh, Logan Murdoch and Roger Bell. And they – I don't know this is the first 20, uh, 15 minutes maybe, but they talk a little bit about him uh, with like the Jordan Poole situation and Draymond situation. And uh, I mean, of course, it's all pretty like canned, rehearsed type answers. But still, uh, listening to Steph talk about it was good. Uh, his new documentary came out, by the way, on um, Apple, and I'm just not interested in watching it. I mean, I probably will. I just like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I again, I'll still watch it. I, I tweeted this out. I think if you are a player producing your own documentary, you should be legally obligated to have your enemy produce a documentary about you as well. Right. If you're able to influence everything so that you're painted in a light that's just brand building, then the person who hates you the most should be able to do it. So Pat Bev, so Russell Westbrook, even Chris Paul, they should be able to make their own doc about who Chris, I mean, about who Steph Curry is. Cause it's just, yeah, who is his enemy? I, I went with, uh, I went with Russ, like those epic Thunder Warriors days. Yeah. What if you have no enemies? What are we talking about? Um, I yeah, I just think that we should see that. We sh that should be that should be how that works. Because if you're going to be putting out propaganda, I need to hear the other side of the propaganda. Like if I if I produce my own documentary about myself, like Boards to Bucket should be able to do one. Um, Damon Fat should be able to do one. You know, uh, who else? Who else hates me? Uh, Pac Mamba. All those guys. All those guys should be able to do it as well. Um, I'd rather see a Draymond documentary. Yeah, so Draymond does his own little propaganda piece, right? And then yeah, KD does his own. Jordan Poole, right? That should that should just be how it goes. That should how yeah, Janie gets to do it. This is good. I like this. This is good. I think we're on to something. Um, all right, I want to talk about the FIBA stuff a little bit because that was kind of funny. Let's do a mental health check real quick to reset. <laughs> but I'm just not gonna do it, guys. And it feels good to not cave to the chat because i am the boss like i said earlier i'm in charge today i am i am in charge you can't tell me what to do all right we're back uh i gotta pull up this tweet because i this was truly one of the funniest things i saw i want to make sure uh oh man i want to make sure i did like this tweet right i swear to god i like this tweet no did i not like it Oh, wait, I know what I did. Hold on one second. Uh, so there was a tweet that came out uh, the other day. Let's see. It was NBA's best form uh, about the top 100. And it was one of the most unhinged top 100s I've ever seen in like basketball fandom history. All right. So I'm going to share screen here in a second. Let me pull this up. I mean, this was out of control. Also, 3DH, I love this idea. They should do a podcast to play alongside the documentary. Yes, I'm love, I love that. Um, all right, let me share a screen here. We're going to pull this up. All right, so this right here, the top. this is the top 100 list. Now, I swear to God, he got around 70, and he was like, let me just start Googling NBA basketball players. Or maybe like ChatGBT filled this out, right? Uh, he's got uh, like... I, all of these things are defensible, right? Shea at 26, I think, is a little wild. Like, I have Shea ahead of almost all of these guys, like probably 12 to 15 range. I, I mean, shit's out of control over here. Once we get around here, let's look at the first name that gets weird. Robert Covington, 48th overall. What are we doing? 
Rocco at 48, Grant Williams at 49. Let's keep going. Desmond Bain at 53. How, how right? Okay, we're getting crazy. Now let's get the, the 60s. I, I'm sorry, the 70s is where shit is out of control. Josh Richardson, 75th overall. Kyle Anderson, 80th. Okay. Uh, well, it's, there was some other Nick Claxton, 86th best player in the league. Caleb Martin, 87th best player in the league. Ruiz, 88. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Paolo's at 100. He's got all these dudes listed ahead of Paolo. What are we doing? And this is my bigger takeaway. Twitter, X, whatever we want to call it, we have to stop. We have to stop. This is too messed up. RCX says, where's Maxi? Maxi's like 79. 79. All right? What this is... this. Twitter is broken now. People are out there just tweeting things to try to get replies and likes so that their algorithm gets boosted a little bit more so that more people get eyeballs on them. Like nobody is doing any like that. I follow this dude, Josh Everly, who I like. I like a lot of Josh Everly stuff. He tweeted today that, and he's a big basketball fan. He was just like, he tweeted a photo of the dude from the not Game of Thrones, whatever the next thing was, dragons or whatever. He basically was like, what two characters from two different shows would be together on one thing that would like be a real mess? And I'm like, what are we doing? What are we doing on X now? We're going to call it X, which like, first of all, we rebranded first. Okay. We went from team hold to NBA bid first. Okay. But anyways, I just can't like, I can't do it. Yesterday we're doing like what, uh, like Jeb, who Jeb, who does great content. And he was, and he, and it was like a fun idea, but it was like all of it, like the, uh, what, what Twitter conspiracy or what NBA conspiracy do you believe? Like this, the entire, we can't consume content anymore. It's broken. Content is broken. It's a bummer. I want, <laughs> it's broken. We just tweet stuff out to be like, man, I hope, I dude, I hope this goes crazy. I hope everybody replies to some crazy shit and then everybody likes this shit and then everybody starts more like more of my sellers. What are you doing? Like, that's what we're doing now. It's broken. Oh, hot take content is better than ever. I guess maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people just like that type of content. Maybe that's what we do. Yeah, farmers. Like, right? Let's look at, like, I have, <laughs> no, I don't even want to go down this. Zaka no, 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 that's not a Zakari Jeb feud. No, I get it. I mean, that's what we're told to do now. That's, like, what you're told. That's what, that's what we're, that's what, how we're told to make content. There we go. Basketball Source was looking for a doggo sighting. Here we go. He made his way over here. Here we go. Am I wrong? Do people like that? Is that what people like now? Also, I can't stress enough. I'm not saying that there's no feud. I get it. I get it. I get what he's doing. And there were some fun ones there. Like, that's actually the closest one to one that I like because here's what happened. People replied with fun controversies, right? I saw a bunch of Donahue-related stuff, Joey Crawford-related stuff. Um, I That's fine. That's fine. But just that whole idea of, like, that's what our content, that's what content is now. I hate it. I hate it. But uh, anyways, I don't know that, that. But that again, to go back to this, this is what it is. This is like the, this is what this was. Like, I don't even think this person was really putting together a top 100. He's like, what weird shit could I throw in here that would get people really upset? That would get people talking, right? That's what Cheryl Crow. Let's give them something to talk about. Right. That, is that Cheryl Crow? I do this every time. I actually don't think that's Cheryl Crow. But that's what it is. Like, nope, this isn't this person's real thoughts. 
it was just like, oh, let me let's throw in. We'll get 10 real weird things. We'll put LeBron James. People get mad about that. Engagement is king. I'm saying it's broken. I'm saying it's broken. Bonnie Ray, thank you, Eric Fernandez. I do this every time. Bottomine said uh, Twitter should do the opposite of YouTube, only thumbs down. Yeah. Yeah, I think Tyler Hero is on the list. Let's see. Where, where's Tyler Hero one more time? And I know for podcast people who are listening, you probably can't see that. I mean, you obviously can't see this. Actually, is Tyler Hero not on this list? That That's what I'm saying, right? Tyler Hero was someone in the conversation right now, right? Tyler Hero is somebody that everybody's talking about because he's in the trade rumors. He took all the Miami stuff down, right? From his Instagram I'm talking about or threads or whatever. And so he found a name that everybody's talking about. He's like, hey, what if I just keep him out of the top 100? Because then everybody that said, see, I told you Hero is bad is going to be like, yes, I agree. And anybody that's like, no, I told you Hero's good. This guy's an idiot. That's all of this that this is. Sucks. Duncan Robinson is on the list. Oh, man. This is a great comment. If you want, uh, Merkamai says, if you want Musk to push your content, you can ask which NBA player is very is similar to a Republican primary candidate. That you know what? Let's good. This is good. What Merkamai? Let's. Uh, I don't know if I want to do this specific one, but that I think we should come up with a with an engagement take right now. Can we do that as a group? Can we come up with some some engagement farming bullshit type of NBA tweet? Let's do it together, and then all of you guys have to reply to it. We'll get some real good. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I I actually, you know, I'm guilty. Well, this I don't even know if this is the same. I compared Golden State Warriors to Righteous Gemstones characters a couple of weeks ago, but that's because I love Righteous Gemstones, and I didn't watch last night's episode. Uh, so everybody shut up about it. Uh, RCA, I'm glad RCA's back. RCA's back because we're talking about Philly. I knew you were going to be there. Um, all right. Doesn't Chap GPT create half of the post now? Maybe. Maybe. Hold on. Come on. Let's go. We got to come up with one together. What do we want to do? I don't know if I want to do the Republican Party one, but let's 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 come up with one. Let me go to Twitter, and I'll I'll share the screen here in a second. I hate that it says X, dude. I really do. I really don't like it. I don't like it. Um, hold on. Let me stop sharing this screen. We're gonna add another one. All right. Let's see. We'll add this Twitter. There we go. Bang. <clears throat> all right. Let's see. Here, oh, Paul Pierce has a statement. I've never compared myself to Dwayne Wade. I was asked the question, how do you answer if you as me? I would never disrespect him. He's an all-time great. All I'm saying is the narrative surround me would be different if I was lucky enough to play with all-timers. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Also, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to do, I, whatever. Dwayne Wade goes down as one of the best two guards of all time, right? Like, I, I mean, obviously it's like Jordan and Kobe, but like Dwayne Wade's up there. But he's not in the top tier list. I don't know why everybody that like I don't think anybody actually puts Dwayne Wade as like a top tier guy. You know what I mean? I don't know. I didn't. It's whatever. What former president is most like LeBron? There we go. This is pretty good. This is pretty good. Let's go back over here. What former president is most like LeBron? Yeah. Here we go. What former United States president is most like LeBron? I'll, and then I'll go, I'll go first. And then now we get to come up with one. All right. Now we get to come up with one. And then we put a photo of that. Let's, and it's going to be a deep cut. It's going to be a deep cut. So who, uh, 
We need a president that's changed parties multiple times. Let's let's uh, let's do some Google. Uh, let's do some Googling. Um, uh, what president changed political parties the most times? Uh, all right, let's see. Let's see. Uh, Ten famous people who switched. Uh, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan switch. All right, here we go. List of Americans who switched parties in office. Uh, no, I want presidents though, not. Uh... Oh wait, let's see. Has a pre has or should? Okay, hold on. Let me make an adjustment. Let me make one adjustment. Should it be? Let me ask you this. Instead of, instead of, should it be fictional presidents? Should it be fictional presidents? Like from movies or television? Right? Let's do that instead. Or do, or do you think it should be real politics? I'll let the chat decide. Real politics or fictional politicians? Let's see. Let's see. What do you have? What do you have? No, you can't make it current. Current we got to be former. Um, yes. All right, we're gonna go fictional. I'm I'm a group. We're gonna go fictional. I think that's more fun. Uh, and then now just pick a fictional president that you want to be. It can't be Jeb Bartlett. Everybody likes Jeb Bartlett. Um, uh, let's see. I know. I I know it's real. Who cares? I don't want to do real politics. Uh, you guys really want to do real? Okay, fine, fine. More people want to do real. Uh, who the hell can? Are you kidding me? Are you? I could do so many. Morgan Freeman. Uh, Jamie Foxx has been president. Harrison Ford. The dude from uh, Scandal. Uh, Michael Douglas. Uh, Bill Pullman. Independence Day. What are you doing? All right, fine. We'll do a real one. Um, okay. All right, fine. Got to be real. All right, then who, who's it going to be? Who Who's it going to be then? Yeah, those are actors that are fictional presidents, you dumb fucks. <laughs> um, all right, so if it's got to be real. Oh, man. All right, let's see. I'm just going to say Ronald Reagan. I'm going to say Ronald Reagan. Let's get a photo of Regs here. Let's get a photo, uh, photo of Reagan here. We'll tweet this out. We'll do young. Wow, young Ronald Reagan could get it, huh? Look at young Ronald Reagan. Sorry, my computer's being a slow. LOL, why'd you do this? Because uh, this is what we're doing. We're doing, uh, we're doing, yeah, we're doing that. What do you mean? What is the question? We came up with this. What former United States president is most like LeBron? That's what we're doing. Let's get this photo up in here. Look at this young Regs. Young Regs. Bang, look at that. God, this is going to piss so many people off. This is going to piss people off. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's put LeBron James' full name just in case people are Googling LeBron. All right, everybody has to go reply to this with your guesses. Here we go. Here we go. There we go. See, Patrick, thank you. Patrick said also Ronald used to be an used to be an actor. So is there we go. Trickle down LeBron. Trickle down LeBron. <clears throat> LeBron Raymond James is that's good. Raymond James Stadium, Tampa, Florida. Mike's gonna have to use oversubscribe body. Yeah, I know, right? All right. Oh, wait, did I share the tweet? Yeah, everybody go do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
All right, let's watch the world burn, baby. Let's. I should have done it from the team hold account, if we're being honest. See, this this feels so dirty. This feels so dirty. Also, there's also comedy, and nobody responded to this, and it's just like living, living, which is pretty funny. Just like with one view, one view. Look at this. No engagement so far. Come on, guys. This, is, this only works in real time if you guys have to engage. Although maybe everybody's trying to Google photos right now and Google U.S. presidents and Google U.S. presidents. Incredible. LeBron Anomics, that's good. All right, we can check back in with this after. Oh, uh, that was a fun little derailment, huh? You, should, you think we should redo the tweet from Team Hold? Let me see. Hold on. Unless people start... No, Maddie Harrison aren't... Already retweeted. You got to reply though. Every there we go. Three likes. Sneeps is going. All right, there we go. Jar Jar Barbie. This is good. This is good. Um, Abe Lincoln used to beat people up with his hands. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Abe was a boxer, baby. That's like the one thing. I mean, a wrestler. That's the one thing everybody knows about Abe. Uh, okay, there was one other story I wanted to talk about, and then we'll check into this. So, did you guys see all the tweets going around yesterday? They were like, oh, my God, FEMA has an LED court. So, you could see the advertisements moving around in real time. Players' stats are just going to appear on the court, which I don't know who that's for. Right, because we have access to the stats on the screen. Anytime somebody gets a bucket, a little cryon pops up and it says LeBron has 18.6 rebounds and five assists through three quarters. Right. So I don't know why seeing that on the court is better. Maybe it's for the people that are sitting at the top of the stands looking down. But then again, they have jumbotrons that have the stats up there 24 7. Is it for the players? So while they're dribbling, they can see how many points they have. Who are the LED courts for? Is it just for the advertisers so that it's going to be like, look, this one's by Chick-fil-A. Oh, a bucket by LeBron. Now the advertisement is for Jar Jar Binks. Like, what, what is it for? Who is that court for? Uh, it did look cool. I thought it was weird that, like, we saw somebody cleaning the court, and then as they were cleaning it, the LED was changing. Um, they do look pretty futuristic and fun. It does look like it does look like it's an insane thing. Um, it does look like it's an insane like future, like the Jetsons type thing, right? It does look like that. Um, um, all right, RC says, I have one eye for multiple sclerosis. It's for my uh, blind ass. Okay, there we go. If it is for you, if it is, but I actually would argue that's going to be harder for you to see because it's going to be like the lights are going to be changing at all times. It's always going to be moving. You're not going to know exactly where to look where when the cryon comes up, you know, they're about to give you stats. Um, but what I wanted to talk about is, so this is the story going around yesterday. And then ESPN had a piece come out uh, about FIBA investigating and in after court conditions in that European under 18 game that led to a protest. So it rained so hard. I forget where this was taking place, sweltering, uh, uh, but, but, but heavy rains produced extreme humidity in an already sweltering Mika Antic elementary school gym, which that's where they're playing the under 18 games in Serbia in an elementary school gym. It rained so hard that the courts just got wet. Uh, and so there were so many injuries. There was someone who was just dribbling the ball up, slip, pulled their groin, had to be removed from the game, mixed, missed their next game. Uh, and then later in that game, somebody slipped and fell, landed on their chest in a real bad way. They ended up having to go to the hospital after they passed out. Uh, they missed the next game. So with like five minutes left in the game, they just like dribbled out the clock. They just did. They passed it around the three-point line, 24 second or whatever the shot clock violation is, and then whatever, game ended. Not only like did that happen, there was a game scheduled for the very next game. 
like there was this game scheduled right after that game and they still played it. They still played the game right after and blamed it on extreme weather, which is just like, I mean, that's kind of crazy considering this is supposed to be like a FIBA game, but I just thought it was so funny for that to come out right after uh, or right. It, it was almost like FIBA saw this news coming out as the getting ready for the FIBA world cup games. They're like, Hey dude, you got to get the led stuff out. I know we weren't ready to talk about this until next week. You got to get it out. Now you got to get it into the news cycle. Now. I just thought that was kind of crazy that they were playing games in elementary schools that people were getting hurt. And they're like, no, nah, forget it, dude. We're playing it anyways. We're playing it anyways. Um, yeah, I thought that was nuts. Um, all right, let's check in. How's the tweet engagement going? Let's see. Let's see what we got going on here. All right, let's check. Let's blow this up a little bit. All right, everybody's going to, y'all said Obama, James Polk hated enough by his home state to lose in its election. There we go. Dick Chuck got Abe Lincoln, original gangster. Uh, Boston base just put a picture of a nun. Uh, jump shoot as George W. Okay, Warren G. Harding, he was an avid golfer and poker player whose administration is perhaps best remembered for its litany of corruption and scandals. There you go, Badabine. Uh, Satoshi uh, says General Ford. There we go. There we go. Uh, Martin Van Buren. This is a good one, too. And again, Sneeps had Jar Jar Barbie. He had that one ready to go. Jar Jarby, I think it is. All right, there we go. Good job, everybody. We got some tweets in. Let's see. Let's see how we're doing here, like, overall, though. What's this look like? Look at that Ronald Reagan. So, yeah, this feels so gross, though. Although this is only 25 people. Have, oh, no, 192 views. This is so gross. This is what I'm saying. This is a trap. Oh, that was a nun reply to uh, Sneeps. Okay, okay. Uh, from people in Arizona are getting third degree burns from falling on heights, hot sidewalks. Yeah. Hey, listen, you know, we're fucked guys. Uh, that's, we are fucked game over. You know what I'm saying? Game over. Right. Courts are getting, courts are getting wet because it's so humid and then raining. People are getting burns from sidewalk. We've had, uh, smoky air conditions for like the last, uh, not air conditioners, but air conditions for the last like two months. It's all bad. It's all bad. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Um, I am going to delete this tweet probably after this show, but we'll see. We'll see how much uh, energy it picks up. We'll, we'll let it cook for a little bit. What a gross. What a gross day. Um, all right. So the last thing, also, if you guys are yeah, <laughs> Great call, Boston Base. Great call. Yeah, 99 uh, degree ocean water, uh, water in Florida. Uh, yeah. I know, I know. I saw that. that was a fun thing I saw in the gym. The gym was like, hey, do you want to put on the Wimbledon final or would you like to listen to the news about how the water is warm across the entire world? It wasn't even just like in Florida, across the entire world, 99 degree ocean water. Uh, Coach Stark saying can't walk the dog until um, 10. Uh, because it's so hot. Entire Greek islands are on fire. Yeah, this is free sauna here in the south, sweating out all the negative energies. Yeah, bad news, bad news bears. Um, Boston Base brought this up earlier about the Curry anthology stuff, right? Um, I don't know. It's fine. I don't have any really. So for those in the Top Shot streets, let me just see what uh, the official announcement was, just so I'm not wing-danging it over here on my own. Um but hold on, let's see. Steph Curry's first anthology moment is coming to NBA Top Shot. Chef Curry is bringing some extra uh, spice. Packs including six moments, including a chance at finding 25 Steph Curry's first anthology moments, $13.99 app exclusive, or 14 trade tickets web exclusive. With each moment from the set minted to 2,500, 60 of the anthos 
will be distributed to members of Steph's player leaderboard, and the snapshot was already taken July 21st at 1 p.m. The final 14 legendary Curray moments will be included inside the 7200 Splash Packs, the app-exclusive packs. So what are my thoughts on that? Listen, I, I'm i not um, – okay, I don't want this to be seen as bud, so everybody relax. But I think it is. it does kind of feel like, hey, listen – these extra spice moments aren't worth anything. So what we're going to do is to get you to buy these packs. We'll sprinkle in 12 of these or how, what is 20, whatever the number was of these Steph Curry moments. Um, so I think that's bad. I, I don't like, I don't really like that. I also, and again, whatever I, how I would have approached anthologies if, and I don't understand the mechanics of like relationships with the, uh, players association with like retired players, whatever that association is called. I don't understand. But like when magic was the first one, I got really excited that like once a year we'd have this like big anthology reveal because the magic had like a lot of hype regardless of what the moments are worth. Now it was like really cool when that magic thing came out. And then I was like, man, imagine if they do this for like Jordan for bird, you know, for all these like legendary guys and instead, what it's kind of turned into, and again, they had a special relationship with Magic, so that's probably why they could do it as a retired player. I know there's more dynamics that come into play that I don't understand. But, like, then they did LeBron's. And, like, LeBron's I really liked because it was a moment in time that was being captured, right? It wasn't just like, and I know they've done more LeBron moments since, and I didn't love that as much, but the game, the uh, record-breaking bucket was such a cool moment in time when it happened that that was just like, a dope opportunity for those to come out. Like that made sense to me. Steph's moment is iconic. Like this anthology moment that's coming out is pretty sick, but like it's happening in real time while he's still playing. And I, I like, for me, it's not, I don't love that. Um, that's just a personal preference. That's not like a platform defect. I just think it's like cooler when their careers have come to a close, knowing like these are the moments that best represented this player's career. Um, and then it's like an opportunity to reflect. Now, maybe the flip side of that is like, hey, nobody really cares that much after they retire. And I guess the argument against that is like, actually, that's not true. Like if they if if Larry Bird's moment, if we get a sick Larry Bird moment through an anthology series versus his like run it back reward that ended up being a rare moment. I don't know. I feel like there'd be more hype around that than there was for those run it backpacks. But maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong on that. That's my initial take on those. But again, that's just a personal preference on a defect. I do think there's something a little slimy about the um it feels like they're trying to prop up the extra spice moments because they're like no one's probably going to want these. Although I think if this uh, user base has proven anything, it's that they will line up and buy packs no matter what's in them and what they're for. Right? They're going to sell out every time, whether it's like ten people buying five thousand packs or five hundred people buying a thousand packs. That's probably bad math, but you understand what I'm saying there, right? Um, so those are my thoughts. Like I think it's uh, the leaderboard thing. I know like there's still some issues with leaderboards in the sense that it's the same like five people on the top of the leaderboards for everything. However, I mean I do like that. It's like hey, if you own a bunch of Steph Curry moments, congratulations, you get some Steph Curry stuff. Um, it's also kind of interesting, right? Because like if you think about what an anthology moment could have been for Steph Curry, it already exists, right? It's already on the platform. It's the metallic silver phantom edition where he breaks the three point record in Madison square garden. That is like what the LeBron breaking, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar scoring record was. Um, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, Dick Chuck said exactly what they're doing, though. A little bait to get a bite, offering the chance for that moment. Yeah, no, I bet that's that is what they're doing. That is what they're doing, which like I get because they need to make money. They need people buying packs. I also have a question, right? Did you guys see the big, there was a big sale this weekend uh, on floaty for a LeBron moment. I think it was like 18 grand or whatever that was done on floaty. Do you think we're on, because I, I think if you look at the majority of the bigger sales, right? Because the people buy, buying big moments aren't new people coming to the platform that are like, oh, I'm ready to drop a bag. They're people like pretty savvy within the top shop marketplace and ecosystem. So most of those big sales are happening on floaty, right? Because they are aware of a couple of things. It's easier to negotiate over there, right? You can go back and forth. Also, that 5% fee, gone. So with some... Do you think at one point, at some point, if we continue to be this size user base, we don't have a ton of growth with most of the sales happening on the floaty marketplace, knowing that the 5% fee goes towards the NBA and the NBA PA, do you think at some point this becomes a problem for Top Shot? Uh, Boston Bay said, I saved $444 on this. Actually, sounds like a uh, commercial for like. Um, like Peachtree or whatever. I saved $444 on my Tatum Cosmic by getting it on floaty. Um, but it does make me wonder, do we think at some point this 5% becomes an issue for Top Shot? Not for us. Obviously, it's great. Having like the floaty opportunity to save that 5% every time is awesome. But I do wonder, like with all or like the lack of big sales coming in, if that becomes an issue. And like, how does that get like, does the is the NBA aware of like the existence of floaty and that sales are happening over there? I wonder. And it's probably small potatoes. It's probably not a problem. It's probably not like moving the needle. Um, yeah, Top Shot likes it right now. Lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense too. That makes sense too. All right, let's do one more last check in on the. Uh, here we go. Here we go, Jimmy Carter, because people hate him just to hate him and i can't believe he's still going there we go that's good uh fluby flu fluber mcnuber uh donald trump in a Cavs jersey yikes uh bill pullman says bacala muse there we go there's just people that i don't follow finding this too matt says great pick with the new cba the top players will earn more than ever and there will there we go this is good making it Re reaganomics that's good that's good all right so overall though how's this tweet doing where are we at we're at uh 10 wow 10 likes and three retweets that's actually not very good but 423 views okay 423 views you know what we got to do we got to go boost it from the team hold account we'll go do that right now we'll boost it from the team hold account give it one more push uh see see if all the nft bros get excited about it we'll like retweet engagement 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 um any chance of floaty top shop partnership what do you mean uh like i i think they already work together pretty closely you know, I think they do. I think they do. Um, I remember when people were selling packs and moments on eBay. Yeah, don't forget. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. Um, all right. I think we're going to call it there, guys. I think that's everything. So we'll be back. Um, why I still see the bird logo rather than the X. Yeah, that's weird. Um, I I think we'll be back tomorrow uh, at 9. We'll, again, I think Wednesday we're going to be firing up some underdog stuff. Thursday and Friday, uh, the NBA bit. So NBA bit, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, all at 9 a.m. Wednesday, we'll have some underdog drafts. Uh, make sure if you're not in the Discord, get in the Discord right now. If you want a freaking moment this weekend, shoot me a DM, please. Shoot me a DM so I can give you, uh, if you haven't received your moment, check first. Regulator, we'll end on this. NBA trivia. The Denver Nuggets became the 15th to win an NBA title in as many seasons. The only, uh, one, the only one other point was from 1975 through 1980. Wait, that didn't. 15. 
Oh, okay. I got you. Wow. That's interesting. There we go. That's fun. All right. That was a good trivia to end on. Uh, I hope everybody has a great Monday. Good start to the week. Don't read the news about the weather because it's bad. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. We out. Uh-huh.